This is an adult education podcast of Lanier Technical College. If you are a lawful resident of the state of Georgia and are interested in more free lessons to improve your English or prepare for your high school equivalency diploma, such as the GED or HiSET, please visit our website, www.laniertech.edu. Click on Adult Education and follow the instructions. And now for our lesson. Hello and welcome to our lesson today. My name is Hallam Pope, Adult Education and ESL Instructor at Lanier Technical College and today we will be learning about homonyms. In this lesson you will learn what homonyms are, we will cover how to tell the difference between two words that sound the same and are spelled the same such as sink, the kitchen sink, and sink, rocks sink in water. We will also cover words that are spelled differently but sound the same, such as there, T-H-E-I-R, as in their dog is a puppy, there, T-H-E-R-E, there is a bird in the tree, and there, T-H-E-Y, apostrophe, R-E, they are, or they're waiting outside. Finally, we will cover words that are spelled the same but sound different, such as record, listen to this new record, and record, can I record this interview? By the end of this lesson, you will be able to tell the difference between these words when reading a sentence and understand how to use these words in your own writing. Now, before we start, you might want to ask yourself the following questions. Do you ever find yourself confused about which there to use in certain situations? Do you often make mistakes when reading some words out loud because they are spelled exactly like a different word? Likewise, do you often make mistakes when trying to spell some words because there are two words that sound exactly the same? Do you want to make sure your professional emails are free from grammar mistakes and improve your reading comprehension skills? Are you practicing for an upcoming GED English language arts test? Then stick around while we take a look at some common examples of homonyms that can be tricky for some students. Now, before we go any further, let's make sure we're clear about what exactly homonyms are. Now, officially, homonyms could be defined as words with the same pronunciation and spelling. A good example uh, is one that I've already used, so sync. So we have two words spelled S-I-N-K and pronounced exactly the same, sync. However, in the phrase, the kitchen sink, we know that this is talking about uh, something we might find in, in our home, in our kitchen. And this is an object, a sink. However, we also have another word spelled exactly the same, sink, and if we use this word in the sentence, rocks sink in water, we know that this doesn't really mean an object. This instead is talking about an action. So we know that the rocks are sinking in water. They fall to the bottom of the water. 
Now, within homonyms, we do also have some other words that are quite similar. And we might call these homophones. So uh, these are words with the same pronunciation, but different meaning and spelling. Now, perhaps the most well-known homophones, and maybe the, even the ones that give students the, the most trouble, would be the three theirs. So we have there, T-H-E-I-R, T-H-E-R-E, and T-H-E-Y, apostrophe, R-E. And of course, if you listen to me pronounce those words, uh, you can see that they all sound the same uh, when spoken aloud, but they each have different meanings, they're used in very different places, and uh, they're actually all spelled differently. And finally, uh, related to homonyms, we also have uh, homographs. Uh, these would be words with the same spelling, uh, but different meaning or pronunciation. And so my uh, first example of a homograph uh, was the difference between uh, record, so record, um, the, the object, uh, a record that you listen to, uh, listen to this new record, and record. And of course, record is uh, a bit like sync. Uh, record is a verb, an action, and so we might use it in a sentence like, can I record this interview? One key strategy that students can use to understand the difference between words will be to focus on context. Here, I use the word context to mean uh, the other parts of a sentence. The position of the word in a sentence and our ability to figure out if it's a noun, an object, or a verb, uh, an action, or maybe a doing word, uh, can actually help us figure out how to pronounce some words uh, when reading. And so now, uh, what I'd like to do is have a look at some homographs. Now, homographs, uh, very simply, are two words that are spelled or look exactly the same, but they are pronounced or they sound different. So my examples are the, the words uh, record, so in the sentence spin a record or play a record, and record, as in record an interview, make a tape or a copy or a file of it. And so we have these two words, uh, record, spelled R-E-C-O-R-D, and record, R-E-C-O-R-D, spelled exactly the same, they look exactly the same. But if you listen carefully, of course you'll notice that they are pronounced differently. So we have record, uh, you'll hear that one part of that word, so one syllable, uh, this is a two-syllable word, record, one, two. And you'll notice that the first syllable is stressed in record. So we say record, record. 
but in that second word, so record, as in record an interview, you'll notice that we stress a different part of the word. So in the two-syllable word, one, two, record, the stress is on the second syllable, chord. So we say record. And that really is the only difference in pronunciation between those two words. So we have record, stress on the first syllable, re, record, and record, stress on the second syllable, chord, so record. And there are some ways that we can figure out which one of these pronunciations to use when we are, say, reading out loud. And so here, if we say, um, I will spin a record, we can see that the verb in this sentence is spin or play. So I will play a record. So our verbs are will, play, I am the, the subject, and then what am I playing? I'm playing a record. And in the other sentence, we have, uh, maybe we could say, I will record an interview. And of course, here we have I, the subject, will record uh, are our verbs. So we have I will record something, and here our object is an interview. So we can see that these two words are used in different positions, in different parts of the sentence. So I will play a record. We see record at the end of the sentence, and that's record with the first syllable stressed. And in the other sentence, I will record an interview, our verb record, is somewhere in the middle. So it's after I, and then we have the verb will record, and then we have our object. So we can see that record and record are in different positions. And so that gives us a really big clue uh, for which pronunciation to use when we read those sentences out loud. This brings us to another set of words that can often be difficult for English language learners uh, to pronounce correctly, uh, mainly because they look so similar and are used in very similar contexts. And these words would be uh, read, which we might call the habitual read. So we might say, I read books, or I read books every day. And so we have this word, read, spelled R-E-A-D. But we have a very similar word, which is read. So we might have, I read books. And this is the past tense form of read for, for the first person, so I. So we could say, I, I read books yesterday. And of course, this read is spelled R-E-A-D exactly the same as read, R-E-A-D. So this can be very difficult sometimes. But there are a few things we can use to help us figure out 
which pronunciation to use. One of the things we can do is look at the other parts of the sentence, such as the pronouns that are used. A pronoun is very simply just a, a noun used to refer to um, something we, we already have seen in, in a sentence before, or something that we just already understand from context. And if we see a sentence like he, she, or it, R-E-A-D, books, well actually we can figure out whether this should be read or read based on that pronoun that is used. So if we use he, she, or it, we know that this should be he, she, or it read books. So the, the past tense, he read books or she read books. Um, maybe we could say he or she read books yesterday. We know that it's not he, she, or it read books because uh, if we see he, she, or it at the start of the sentence, we would say he, she, or it reads books. There's one more trick that we can use to figure out how to pronounce the word spelled R-E-A-D. And that would be if we see a sentence where we see that word R-E-A-D follow or come after another verb, then we know that it should be read. We could say he likes to read. And because we see the verb likes, we know that following uh, likes is read. So we would say he likes to read. Some other examples of verbs that you will see with uh, R-E-A-D, read, after, would be uh, want, uh, can, and others like that. So we will have uh, he likes to read, they want to read, or maybe even I, I can read. So always pronounce it as read in these cases. So hopefully now you have a better idea of how to think about homographs or words that are spelled the same and look the same but that are pronounced and sound different. So let's move on to homophones. These are words that are spelled differently and mean different things but that sound the same. A very famous and perhaps tricky example of homophones are the three words uh, there, there, and there. Uh, so we have three words. The first one, there, T-H-E-I-R, there, T-H-E-R-E, -E, and finally, T-H-E-Y, apostrophe, R-E. So, we could look at one example, their animals. And here we would see the word spelled T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E, animals. The word here is actually two words contracted or um, kind of pushed together. 
and these two words are they are. So when we hear the sentence they're animals, um, if it's a full sentence, this actually is the sentence they are animals. It means the same thing. So this is the subject they, the verb are, and an object animals. And this is actually a, a good test for their being spelled T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. So if you see a sentence or if you hear a sentence that has there in it, if you replace there with they are T-H-E-Y space A-R-E, then uh, you will actually know that this if if the if you change that and the sentence still makes sense then you will know that there t h e y apostrophe r e is the correct spelling of there here so if we look at the sentence their animals are pets we can uh, we can try using this test to figure out if uh, T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E is the correct word and the correct spelling to use here. So what do we do? We change there to they are, which gives us they are animals are pets. Now you'll probably notice that this sentence doesn't make sense. So we can't have they are animals are pets. But we could have their animals are pets, and there would be T-H-E-I-R. Now, what this there means is, what it's actually called is it's a possessive, um, and it tells us something about ownership, about who owns something. So if we say their animals, this is roughly the same, roughly equivalent to the animals of them. And so if we see the sentence, their animals are pets, we know that that means that uh, their animals, the animals of them are pets. They are their pets. The last form of their that we will look at is their, T-H-E-R-E. This there is used to talk about place, as in we went there yesterday, or it is used to talk about the existence of something or a situation like there is a bird in a tree. We probably wouldn't use this there in a sentence like there animals, uh, unless we had a verb like are. So we could say uh, there, T-H-E-R-E, are animals, but again, we couldn't just say they're animals, T-H-E-R-E, animals. Uh, again, we would know that this would need to be uh, they are animals, or they're T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E, animals. A good test for their T-H-E-R-E is to try using here in its place. Uh, for example, we could look at a sentence, we went there yesterday. 
Now, we could change this sentence to we went here yesterday, and it still makes sense. Maybe we could have someone uh, point to a picture that they have taken, and they could say we went here yesterday, and it would still make sense. Uh, likewise, in another kind of sentence with their T-H-E-R-E, -E, for example, there is a bird in a tree. Uh, this is more talking about a bird existing in a tree or um, a situation where we can see a bird in a tree. Um, we could change there is a bird in a tree to here is a bird in a tree and this would still make sense too. So if we use this test changing there, T-H-E-R-E, -E, to here, uh, which is H-E-R-E, -E, and the sentence still makes sense, then we know that the spelling of there, the word is T-H-E-R-E, -E, and not the other two. Now, these tests could be very helpful to, to you listeners and you learners, Especially when you might get a question on an exam that is asking you to choose between each of these three there's or in your own writing you can use these tests to figure out which version of there to use. Now that we've looked at homophones, uh, homographs, and overall homonyms, uh, it's time for you listeners to have a bit of a practice. So in this section we can have a look at some sentences and see if you listeners at home can figure out which uh, word or which spelling um, would be most appropriate for the space here. So, uh, for example, we have our first sentence, their son is in the seventh grade. And so the question is, which word, which version of there, and which spelling is the correct one to choose here? So is this there, T-H-E-I-R, T-H-E-R-E, or T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. And remember the, the three tests that we covered earlier. So we have their son is in the seventh grade. Now let's go through this question and see if we can figure out which there it is using the three tests that we covered. Now, let's start with testing for T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. So, to do that, uh, that test is to switch there for they are T-H-E-Y a-R-E. So if we do that, that gives us the sentence, they are son is in the seventh grade. 
Now, what do we think? Does that make sense as a sentence? The answer is no. That is not a sentence. That's, uh, that's not a, gram uh, a grammatically correct sentence. So let's see if we can try another test. So let's try the test for T-H-E-R-E. Now, see if you can remember the test that we use here. Um, if you recall, the test here would be to uh, switch there for here. So that would give us the sentence, here son is in the seventh grade. Now, what do you think? Is that a grammatically correct sentence? The answer here is no, that is also not a grammatically correct sentence. And so we are left with our last word, our last spelling of there, and that is T-H-E-I-R. And if you remember the test we can use for this word, we could swap there for my or our. Uh, my, M-Y, or our, O-U-R. So we could say, my son is in the seventh grade, or our son is in the seventh grade. And here we can see that those two sentences are grammatically correct. And so the correct there here is T-H-E-I-R. Okay, now we have another uh, example here. This sentence is, I can see a mountain over there. I can see a mountain over there. And so let's see if we can figure out which there it is. Okay, so let's try using our tests again. Let's try testing for T-H-E-R-E. -E. Our test here would be to swap there for here. And that would give us, I can see a mountain over here. Well, of course, we know that that sentence uh, makes sense. So here we know that it is T-H-E-R-E. -E. So it is T-H-E-R-E. I can see a mountain over there. All right, let's try another one. They're not at home right now. They're not at home right now. So we could try our test for T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. And if we try the test for it, we could say they are not at home right now. And we see that that makes sense. So the spelling of there and the word that we need here is T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. Okay, let's try a couple more. Uh, so we have, there is a supermarket in town. There is a supermarket in town. So let's try our, well, let's see. See if you can figure out this there.
So let's try our test for T, H, E, R, E, and swap there for here, which would give us here is a supermarket in town. And we can see that this sentence makes sense. So it is there, T, H, E, R, E, there is a supermarket in town. In this next set of sentences, we want to look at the correct pronunciation of each word, and it might also be helpful for you to look at whether the word is a noun or a verb. Uh, so the first, uh, first pair of sentences, we have, uh, she got her drivers and the word P-E-R-M-I-T. So this is either permit or permit. So she got her driver's permit or she got her driver's permit. Now, first we can look at whether the word is a noun or a verb. And here it is a noun. So she got her driver's permit. Now let's try the next sentence. His mother did not, and the word P-E-R-M-I-T again. So his mother did not, P-E-R-M-I-T, that behavior. So is this permit or permit? And here we see that the word is a verb. So uh, this is an example of uh, the stress being different for the noun and the verb. And so this sentence is, his mother did not permit that behavior. Okay, next up, um, we have a very common one, uh, which would be the school principals and the word A-D-D-R-E-S-S. The assembly. So is this address or address? So once again, the school principals, A-D-D-R-E-S-S, -S, the assembly. And here, this word is a verb, so the correct pronunciation is address. The school principals address the assembly. And we have another one. I need your mailing A-D-D-R-E-S-S. -S. So is this address or address? I need your mailing what? Okay, and here we know that the word is a noun. So uh, your mailing address, an address is a thing. Um, so, I need your mailing address. Alright, and in this next set of sentences, we're just going to practice that, uh, that word R-E-A-D. So, is that going to be the word read or read? So, the first sentence is I, R-E-A-D to kill a mockingbird last semester. 
So is this read or read? I R E A D to kill a mockingbird last semester. Now let's see what clues we have in the sentence here. If you notice right at the end we have that phrase last semester and so this tells us that the action uh, the verb is in the past tense and so we know here that it is I read to kill a mockingbird last semester. Um, we can't say I read to kill a mockingbird last semester. Okay, so next one. She reads quickly, but I R-E-A-D slowly. So she reads quickly, but I R-E-A-D slowly. And here, let's just pick the the example that makes most sense. So is this read or read? Okay, so here we have she reads quickly. So this is the, the everyday action. Every day she reads quickly. Uh, usually she reads quickly. But I read slowly. So here we could have but I read slowly but this wouldn't make as much sense because we have the first part of the sentence she reads quickly but I read slowly so uh, every day usually in general I read slowly okay what about this next one so he r-e-a-d out loud so he R-E-A-D, out loud. Okay, now if you remember, when we see uh, either he, she, or it at the start of the sentence, we probably know that this is going to be pronounced uh, read because uh, the, the present tense or the habitual, so uh, if this is something he does every day, we would probably say uh, he reads every day or he reads out loud. And so here we know that this is the past tense and it is he read out loud. Okay, and last example we have is my sister likes to R-E-A-D. My sister likes to R-E-A-D. So here, uh, this is my sister likes to read. Because we have the verb likes, my sister likes, um, we know that this is my sister likes to read. Okay, so that is it for this lesson. Um, I hope this was helpful for um, you learners out there. And I uh, just wanted to recap um, what we learned today and what we can take away. So, of course, today we learned uh, some very common uh, homophones, homonyms, and also uh, homographs, and um, just some very common examples of these that might be tricky. 
And so always remember, um, context can be very helpful in figuring out uh, which, which way to pronounce a word and how to spell a word, and also to uh, figure out the, the exact meaning uh, when you see or hear these words. Um, so look at all the words in a sentence and see if you can tell which ones are nouns, uh, so objects, things, people, and which ones are verbs, uh, so actions or doing words. Um, and this will help you figure out the meaning and how to read words like record and record, um, which are spelled the same. Uh, and also look for other clues, so like the pronouns he, she, or it, um, and they will help you uh, figure out how to pronounce words uh, like the ones spelled R-E-A-D. So if you see if you see he, she, it, um, you probably know that this is he, she, or it read and not read. And also remember the three tests for um, our three there words. So uh, switch the word, uh, switch there with here to test for T-H-E-R-E. -E. Um, there or here is a bird. Um, switch there with my or our to test for T-H-E-I-R. Um, so there, my or our cat is black. Um, that is theirs or ours. And finally, switch there with the full phrase, uh, they are, to test for T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. Uh, so they're normal people or they are normal people. As with all language skills, practice is key here. Um, so if this is still a little bit difficult for you, um, try just running over the practice questions again and uh, just keep practicing and um, I'm sure you'll, uh, you'll find it very helpful and hopefully improve your English skills too. So that's all today. Uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, have a good rest of your day. This concludes the lesson. Please make a note of the time, complete your log sheet, and turn your log in to your instructor at the end of the week. Then complete the follow-up activities assigned by your instructor or in your course module. This podcast has been a production of Lanier Technical College Adult Education.